0: Podcasting. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. Right.
1: good morning everybody and welcome in. It's Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM. Trent Condon, myself Ken Miller. Thanks for spending some of uh, your morning here with Trent and myself as we speak with you for the next couple of hours. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list here today, it's Tuesday. Restaurant Radio in about 20 minutes. We'll tell you about that in a couple of minutes. We'll let you know that prior to that, uh, Brian Arilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission is going to join the program. He's an administrator there. With about, I don't know, Trent, two minutes or so left in yesterday's show. We were opining, mm-hmm. um, shooting the you-know-what, <laughs> and we talked about this Thursday's draft, and I asked you, you are know, you going to be able to scratch your gambling itch, and you kind of looked at me a little bit like, what am I missing here? I, mean, I don't know if... Um, you, you just had a funny look on your yeah, face anyways. Yeah. So as soon as we said that, as the time is running off the clock, the phones start lighting up like crazy. I'm thinking to myself, what's going on here? Um so, obviously, we'd said something that we, you know, there was going to be a cleanup on Isle Miller and Condon. And uh, so I got off, the, I, I, after the show was over, I answered a couple of calls, and a couple of our uh, listeners said, you know what? I can't find it on my app. I'm not sure it's going to be available in the state of Iowa.
2: Yeah. And I looked the same thing, didn't see it. Both DraftKings and William Hill, I have both apps, I have accounts open, and nothing available. Well, Brian and Rilko, it'll be like three or four minutes uh, because we
1: got to go to break at ten fifteen to begin Restaurant Radio on time. It's not good news, folks. <laughs> Brian's not going to come on and uh, and spread some good news with you. Uh, you're not going to be able to wager on the draft in the state of Iowa. A lot of places will. Uh, but We'll get the reason why from Brian. I believe uh, when I spoke with him, he said it's an attorney general issue. Camp it on the Heisman. I uh, can't put on the draft, so you cannot in the state of Iowa. So we'll do that. Uh will get to pick Brian's brain a little bit on some other issues. I see Vegas is is at least f- tossing around the idea of Memorial Day weekend for the reopening of the Strip. The Wynn Hotel, which is—have you been to the Wynn? I have, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just spectacular, it is. isn't it? Oh, I love staying there. Um it's, it's really, it's, if you haven't been, it's, you know, you don't have to stay there. Just walk through the place. It's, I that's incredible. There. Well, I, I have an expense counter. I yeah, wouldn't stay do. there yeah. either. But, um, they've, they've put out, I think it's a list of 25, a checklist of 25 items. It's available online if you're, you know, if you're killing time, you're bored. And we suggest you do this afternoon, after the noon hour. Between ten, between noon and two, all right. Uh, if, if you want to, you know, click that out and say Trent. Some of the steps that they're going to put in place in order to offer wagering. I mean, the first, everybody's got to you know, do a heat check before you come in the building, all right. right? Which yeah. okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after every every roll of the dice, new dice. Every time somebody moves from a slot, clean the entire area. Likewise, the rails around. Uh, what do they have rails? There's no rails on a roulette table, is there? Or, or is there? Is there on a roulette? Or- no. Uh, Craps?
2: Craps, yes.
1: So you put your hands down, right? Oh, yeah. So you're going to, once you leave, somebody's going to run in and clean Mm -hmm. your spot very quickly. With every sports bet, every horse bet, the
2: next customer, before they get to make a bet, that area where you punch the ticket out, right? So It's got to be cleaned. You're sitting there in line at the sports book, and it's 10 deep. Yep. There's only one window open. Right. You're waiting. And after every time, they're going to spray it down you spray down the machine. Mhm. And, and, they if, you're, right and back if you're betting there. on a horse race and there's oh, 0 minutes to post yeah. and,
1: and you've got a sure thing, right? <laughs> and you're five deep, mm-hmm. and after everyone uh, if everyone goes through, they have to, you know, hey, he's taking too long to make his bets. He doesn't have his money ready. I mean, how many times you've been frustrated at the track with that millions. Um a lot most times it saves you money when you get shut out just this, this just in. But yeah, that's the precaution. after every bet, they're going to Jeez. clean the area. So I wonder what they're going to do in Iowa. I don't know, We obviously we don't have a date uh, when it's going to get here, but we did know we did learn uh, from Brian Arilco, and he'll share it with us here in about one minute. Uh, what is going on as far as we're not going to be able to wager on the draft? Disappointing. It is, I think. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have, but I know a lot of people mm-hmm. would have. I would have, absolutely.
2: And I've been hearing all kinds of places, watching ESPN Chalk and what they've been doing, Doug Kazarian and, mm-hmm. and that group, and they've been talking about this for months and figure— not sure what the holdup is, but it eventually, it'll get on there. Well, Peralt's firing like crazy. I follow his uh, his show account,
1: mm-hmm. and, and he's put all his over-unders out there. And I just assumed that, you know, we were going to be able to do that here in the state of Iowa, but that's not the case. So anyways, Brian and Rilko momentarily. Then we'll do restaurant radio. Restaurants are scheduled to join us here today. Cooper's on 5th. They have a couple of them. Um we will talk to to Ryan. We're going to head to Ames, the Boulder Taphouse in Ames. Lindsay will join the program. Heavenly Asian Cuisine and Lounge is going to be part of Restaurant Radio. By the way, it's all sponsored by NCMIC. NCMIC presents Restaurant Radio twice weekly on Miller & Condon. Tomea & Sons, Old Chicago, they have locations in Ames. They have a location in Ankeny, and Old Chicago will be a part of it today. Uh, Dinner Dispatch, which is a meal prep delivery business. Ruby Tuesdays, which is 86th and essentially 86th and the Interstate, It is, yeah. It's 86th, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Got it would the, be just uh, north of the Urbandale Golf and Well, a couple of miles north of Urbandale Golf and Country Club. And then Fridley Theaters. They have 16 of them. Uh, and Russell's going to join us. I know that they've been giving away popcorn. Oh, yeah. Because I saw Keith Murphy and his wife drive, go through the, uh, line mm-hmm. at some point on Saturday and they tweeted a picture of themselves with their with their movie popcorn. So Fridley's going to join us. It's not just restaurants. If you're a small business and you like it's free advertising is what it is. It's a two, three, four minute infomercial about your radio. There's no catch. There is no charge. Come on on and share with our audience for free what you are doing to keep the um, cash register flowing. So once we do get the all clear uh, that there's a uh, jobs to go back to at these restaurants and small businesses, if you want to be a part of it, you can find Trent Condon on his Facebook page, Trent Condon, or you can email me Ken miller show at gmail dot com Show at gmail.com. I believe it or not, I couldn't get Ken Miller at Gmail.
2: No, no. You know, There's taken. a few other out yeah, there. Yeah, but it was taken. It was Just
1: taken. a couple. Uh, Brian Arilco, administrator administrator for the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. He joins the program to share with you the bad news that he shared with me. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Trenton Ken, how are you making out, Brian? Everything all right in your world?
3: yeah i'm doing okay hanging in there guys
1: good to talk to you brian as always so what's the state doing uh through this uh social distancing are you guys staggering work uh down at the office or how you guys handle it brian
3: yeah that's exactly what we're doing and so we have uh, uh more than 10 folks that would normally work in our des moines office and so we're trying to um uh stagger our work days and so uh I'm in the office uh three days home two and then um, we're just trying to uh, you know, practice good social distancing as well.
1: At a boy. Well, uh, Brian, you as I said to you when I spoke with you, we we were just you know f- filling the last couple of minutes of our show yesterday. I brought up to Trent that you'll be able to scratch your get your sports wagering itch. You'll have something to bet on other than ping pong. From where is it? Uh, ping pong, well, all over. Yeah, all over. Eight. Oh, you're yeah. just not
2: confined to oh, one no, country. No, there's plenty of ping pong Okay, you're out there. an
1: expert on this. You go well, beyond borders. Okay, so I, that's good. I did good. have
2: a winning weekend last weekend.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, but Brian, you know, we, we started talking about at least you'll have the draft, and, you know, as we ran out of show, the phones are lighting up saying, you know what, I'm not sure we're going to be able to do that in Iowa, Ken, because I haven't seen it on my DraftKings app or my William Hill app, so I figured, you know what, uh, let's go right to the source, and here you are. But the news, uh, I guess the bottom line is, is, Brian, that Iowa uh, sports wagerers will not be able to participate in the NFL draft. What's behind that, Brian?
3: Yeah, it's really uh, kind of an unfortunate uh, set of circumstances. And as many of your listeners would know, we had draft markets early on. Um, we had voting markets, um, those uh, markets uh, um, being like the MVP awards, uh, Heisman Trophy awards, and so those were all things that the books had wanted to offer we had looked at it um the commission had felt that uh the uh, those markets met the test of of something that could be authorized under uh iowa sports betting law and so those were things that were moving along in february we got a request i can't remember the uh the operator but it was for the wooden the wooden award
1: okay and Luca, obviously
3: yep. at that uh and, and obviously at that point um, uh, Garza was, was a front runner. And so we had looked at it. There was some questions that were w- raised with regard to, um, uh, the prohibition on Iowa college athletes and if it was a market that we could offer. And so, uh, the question went over to our counsel and the, uh, attorney general's office. We took a close look at that market. It was determined that you know, we couldn't, uh, authorize that market. Well unfortunately uh, as sometimes happens um, they had uh, uh, we received additional advice that um, uh, we probably uh, uh, should not be offering uh, the markets uh, for uh, the draft and uh, and, and other voting markets under the current uh, definition of uh, of Iowa's authorized sporting wagers and so um, so it was something we had to take off the board. We went uh, worked with the sports industry and actually uh, we thought that um, uh, that book uh, that the industry uh, they were working on some cleanup language anyway this year um, I don't think anyone really felt that uh, we have everything right uh, in the law the first year and so it was really something that uh, I think um, the industry was working with the legislature and and thought maybe we would have some cleanup language and then of course everything shut down so so hopefully, when things open up, it'll be something that uh, that they can get done really quickly, and everyone will be able to make their wagers uh, here uh, soon.
2: Brian, with that, of course, individual players, you can bet on Tristan Wirfs, get that, where two is going to go, different props like that. Will they even be able to post anything number of wide receivers drafted in the first round, or is completely everything off the board here in the state of Iowa for these props for the NFL draft?
3: Yeah, it will be off the board. It, the, the, the hitch was uh, more of a, little, a literal interpretation of what uh, competition is. And so uh, without getting um, too much into the legalese, um uh, uh we can only offer bets for authorized sporting events and uh it was determined that a draft is not a sporting event mm.
1: Hmm. Brian, a real administrator for the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. Brian, let me throw a hypothetical by you. And Trent just brought up Tristan Wirfs. And we know that the, you know, use your word prohibition on, on Iowa college athletes and in, in props. Uh, for instance, when Cyhawk hawk rolls around, you can't do, you know, what player is going to rush for the most yards or what quarterback is going to throw for the most yards, dot, dot, dot. But say, say we were, we were open for business. Tristan Wirfs, uh, is a Hawkeye, as you know um and but but is he i guess is my question would you have been able or would books have been able to offer a prop on an on a hawkeye or a cyclone pursuant to the draft knowing that i guess technically till they hear their name or maybe they're not since they signed with an agent how would the state have handled that keeping in mind the prohibition on on uh on props with uh with college players
3: yeah, I mean it's really a good question and and probably not something that is um uh, uh, clear in the statute. I think um uh, as I would look at uh, the statute I think at some point once they sign with an agent uh, uh I i It's over. I don't think it would be a problem. Yeah, to, to to offer to offer uh, uh on uh, books uh, wagers on those athletes, but uh, but until then, uh you know that that's probably um, uh, where we would maybe need to draw the line.
2: When's the date that we will be able to wager on college props inside the state of Iowa? Is that 2021?
3: It is. That's exactly right. Okay. So 2021, and that's actually... Um, 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 and, uh, well, so so the college props, um, uh, that uh, that will continue to be prohibited in the sports betting side. With, uh, with fantasy sports, uh, college, uh, wagering or, 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 the college markets, those open up, um, and I believe that's it's as early as May if, if there were, uh, markets, uh, open. And so, so the pro- the prohibition on Iowa college athletes, uh, there was no date on that. So that is something that's, that's out there. Um, you know, so, so, uh, but, but there was a date. Um, with regard to the fantasy sports markets, and, and that will sunset here soon. And so you'll start seeing fantasy sports contests uh, uh, with college markets uh, he- here before the next uh, college football season.
1: A couple more, we'll let you go, Brian. Uh, poker was seemingly got really close. Somebody reached out to me, said, Boy, can you imagine if the, if the state would have passed poker during this time? No sports, everybody's staying in. It would have been a bonanza for crying out loud.
3: Yeah, it would have been. And I remember that vividly. Uh, uh the commission was, um, uh, was preparing for, uh, 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 you know, much like we did for sports betting for, for, uh, for that market to open. And, and the legislature at that time had decided to study the issue. And, uh, and then, um, uh, you know, essentially the, the poker, that, that poker boom kind of went away. And so that was, don't know, back in 2010, 11, um, but but that market would be very popular. I mean, right now too. The other thing we're seeing is kind of a resurgence on um, uh, advanced deposit wagering for horse racing, and so yeah, sure. I'm not going to pretend like it it it's a uh, it, it's it's uh, breaking any records, but but uh, but this has helped uh, TVG and and uh, and the ADW market for for pair mutual racing.
1: Well, look at Fawner Park. I mean, they bet maybe a hundred thousand dollars a day. Maybe now they're betting, you know, seven, eight million dollars a day because they're in Grand Island, Nebraska, of all places. Well, Brian, since you brought it up, just we'll, we'll end on this. What are you hearing in the state of Iowa as far as you know? Prairie Meadows has canceled their live season. The casino is still closed. Do you? Is there a target date out there for casinos to reopen? Uh, have you heard anything along those lines? And then what? Uh, what are they going to do at Prairie as far as the race? season
3: yeah so at this point um they've just uh delayed their opening and so um we fully expect uh, prairie meadows will be racing uh the question is uh, we just don't know when and so so at this point um you know we we really uh, aren't sure we're doing what everyone else is doing is following the recommendations from public health officials and the orders from the governor i mean the one thing that i thought was fairly telling was uh you know, there's been some reports out of uh, Nevada you know that you know wins hoping for mid mid May okay?
1: Memorial Day so, weekend yep
3: yeah yeah and so so you know if that that's a market that is you know basically uh lives off of of casino revenue and so if if that's what they're hoping and you know I I think um without knowing anything I mean it is quite possible that that uh, you know, it may be at least t- till then. But um, but what I do know is that when casinos open, you know things will look differently. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure, just like every other uh, industry, there's there's going to there's going to be a number of things that we're going to have to do to practice social distancing. And so we've really been spending a lot of time working with casinos and and the racetracks to see like what what does that look like, um, and and just trying to make some plans so that. When things open up, uh, we, we can open up without having to shut down again.
1: Well, Brian, as uh, before you came on, we were talking about the steps that that's, uh, that the win is taking. I think there's a checklist of about 25. It is intensive, without a doubt, as to what they're going to do after every customer, you know, gets up to leave where they've been playing a, a table game or or betting a sport or betting a race. Uh, it's intensive. It's online uh, if you're interested, Brian. As always, thanks for uh, filling uh, our audience in as a uh, pursuant to sports wagering uh, here in the state of Iowa, Brian Urilko. Thank you, as always. Yep, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Brian and Witt Rilko, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. We are already late.
2: (laughs) Imagine that. Yep, imagine.
1: Uh, but uh, before we do that, Trent, there's always time to do this. KX and iHeart want to help you uh, with your bills. Text the keyword "board" to two hundred two hundred. Right now, it's your chance to win thousand dollars. Board to two hundred two
4: hundred. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest.
1: NCMIC presents. Restaurant Radio. It's next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. KXNO, one
4: doing good out there. Hey,
0: Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. I seem to recognize
5: your face All Did he sing this on Saturday? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't see. I didn't see. I didn't
6: see. Uh,
2: Pearl anyways. Jam was part of this? What's that? Pearl Jam was part oh, of this? Oh, I thought this was Eddie Vedder.
1: Yeah. What the better Eddie Vedder? No, it wasn't the band. It was Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder was part of it? I yes, didn't he even, was.
6: Oh.
2: Yeah, I got something to go back and watch. Yeah, he was part. Of, I'm pretty sure he was. You know the name of this song? I do not. Know. Elderly Woman Behind the Counter of a Small Town Bar. No kidding. That's the name of the song? Uh-huh. How do they put that on the 40? Oh, they don't have those 45s anymore, no. do they? <laughs>
1: 61 and proud of it. All right, let's do it. Restaurant Radio, it's up now. NCMIC, NCMIC makes it possible. We've got a boatload of them. Let's get right to them. If you want to be a part of it, we do it twice weekly, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Simply email me, KenMillerShow at gmail.com. We will get reserve a time slot for you on Thursday. And then on Friday, we recap. We give the all of them another shout-out uh, that we're on the air Tuesday and Thursday. But we'll get you a spot. You'll, have, you'll come on the radio as ryan is about to and share uh, the info that they're doing to keep the cash register ringing and the business uh, viable once we get the all clear sign again speaking of ryan he joins us let's go to valley junctions shall we ryan's got a couple of places cooper's on fifth and the winchester pub ryan uh, welcome to restaurant radio how are you
7: Good. It's great to be with you guys.
1: No, I appreciate you coming on. So I was just looking at pictures of the Winchester Pub. Boy, you know what? I love a good bar. You know, with a long bar, a long wooden bar. Boy, that's a beauty you guys have got there at Winchester Pub.
7: Yeah, it was fun building that and bringing that to the neighborhood. I've had a place across the street for years, and we just tried to bring what wasn't there.
1: Well, you your mission accomplished because you certainly did all that. So let's do the Winchester pub first and then we'll get to Cooper's on fifth. You got a couple of places in Valley Junction. Just kind of give us um you know, for those of us who don't get out and around right now during this, what's Valley Junction? It's usually such a beehive of activity. What's it been like down there lately? Different it's o- crazy. Obviously. I've never
7: seen it this quiet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sad. It's uh
7: it's a little depressing for now, but mm-hmm. you know, hopefully like everything else in town, it'll bounce back pretty fast. What? Whenever this comes back.
1: Absolutely, and it will. Uh, What's Thursday nights like down there with the farmer's market?
7: Thursday nights are usually packed. It's yeah. not quite the farmer's market downtown, but it is, I mean, a couple thousand people yeah. running around.
1: No, I love it. I, I do. I, the, the Valley Junction on Thursday night, the, the farmer's market there is. you got to do it once a year, Trent Conn, and I know you do.
2: Yes, uh, that is one of our stops a couple of times, certainly a year, and we like to stop into Cooper's and have some of their great food. It, it is certainly some high-end stuff that you guys do. Every time I walk out of that place, I say, boy, we need to come back more often because the meal every single time is great. Tell us about a couple of the favorites on the menu that you have going on right now, Ryan. For
7: Coopers, we're actually trying to stick with the regular menu as close as we can. We took a couple items off that we don't think travels well, but like we're a comfort food-based restaurant. So our short ribs, our mac and cheese, our meatloaf sandwiches, mm. everything's just done at an elevated level and we're still offering everything on our curbside carry up menu.
1: Uh, what about the hours at Cooper's? If you had to obviously you've scaled back, but what have you scaled back to?
7: So right now we're Tuesday through Saturday, 4 to 8. We figure that's kind of the best hours. It gives mm-hmm. the least exposure to our staff. It gives the most exposure to the you know to the community. And we're just trying to kind of make everything feel a little more normal.
1: Uh, have you got the? I know that one point you had the kids special. Uh, is that still available? The uh, kids eat free with an entree.
7: Yes, it is. Most of us are parents, and so again, we're just yep. trying to. People showing us the love. We're just trying to help out back.
1: That That's fantastic. And you can see the the Coopers on Fifth Menu at uh, Facebook.com, Facebook.com for Facebook.com, like you don't know where it is. Uh, uh, so that's that's Coopers. Let's do Winchester Pub. What are you doing over there? So Winchester, basically
7: all of our bartenders were just going crazy, not being able to create or connect with their regulars. So we're doing a carry-out happy hour. We're going to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five to eight, and then Saturday two to five, and it's call ahead. Carry out drinks or curbside on that as well.
1: Uh, are people coming by and and, uh, and carrying out drinks? Um, the food is definitely doing better sure. than the drinks, yep. but the drinks are helping quite a bit. Give us the address, Ryan, of both of uh, both Coopers and the Winchester Pub.
7: Coopers is two two seven five 5th Street. Um, Valley Junction, Western Win, Iowa, and then directly across the street at 224 5th Street is the Winchester.
1: So you go back and forth throughout the night. Is that what you do? Pretty much. <laughs> nice. Uh, anything we missed that you want to get in, Ryan? I don't think so. I just would ask to
7: come down to Valley Junction if we're too busy. Hang out down there and see what else is open.
1: Uh, great uh, great advice, and, and good that you are offering that up and making folks aware that uh, your neighbors could use some help uh, as well. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Best of luck to you through this, okay? Thank you very much. Appreciate you coming on. That's Ryan from Cooper's on Fifth and the Winchester Pub from Valley Junction. Well, uh, let's get to Heavenly Asian Cuisine. Um, Boulder Taphouse, did we miss them? No answer? No answer. That's strange. Uh, let's go to Heavenly Asian Cuisine. You will find them. Well, lo and behold, they're on Fifth Street as well. What's going on? How are you, Jake? Good to talk to you, Jake.
6: Hey, how are you? Yeah, we're actually right next door to Cooper's. Are so. you really? Next building over.
1: That? That's, yeah. that's terrific. So while we know what they're doing over at, at, at Cooper's, what's going on at Heavenly Asian Cuisine?
6: Yep, I believe they're still doing takeout, and we were too for a while, but for the last two weeks, we did actually decide to go ahead and close just to minimize the risk of any of our staff, mm-hmm. you know, getting infected, or, you know, we just don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be responsible for any of our staff or even the owner getting sick, so we did decide to close, but, you know, that was a really tough decision because business was going pretty well for us, actually, you know, we were really taken off with delivery and takeout, mm-hmm. but um it because it kind of became a a decision whether we want to continue to make some money or do we want to risk our employees' health. And so we kind of went with the latter. You know, we chose to go ahead and close for a while. Hopefully, you know, this peak season will be over in a little while and then we can go ahead and reopen and keep it rolling. But
2: Definitely understand that. Hey, Jake, uh, as you talk about your menu, it's a place that I have not been, but looking at it right here, incredibly intrigued with what you guys have going on there. Give us a couple specialties when you guys are back open again, some of the best things that people look for when they go to Heavenly Asian Cuisine.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Heavenly Asian Cuisine is an authentic Chinese place. So you actually won't find egg rolls on the menu. That is actually a, uh, a Chinese American uh, food item. See, I didn't know that. A lot of people don't know that. I did not yeah, know no, a that. A lot of people don't. That's not actually authentic, but so we don't have them. You know, we're we're an authentic place. So we've got um, twice cooked pork. We've got mapo tofu. You can find our our fish dishes have like the entire fish, you know, on a grill right in front of you wow. cooking, and you eat it as it cooks. Um, yeah, a lot of traditional things that a lot of people actually don't know about. So a lot of people who come into our restaurant for the first time, they actually learn a lot about you know, Chinese heritage, Chinese culture, mm-hmm. and Chinese cuisine. So.
1: And business was picking up, you guys. How long have you been there?
6: We have been in business for two years now, okay. a little over two years. Yep.
1: And obviously you got to grow your base, and uh, and you guys have been able to do that by the sounds of things.
6: Yes, no, absolutely. Business was going well. We were about to hit, you know, farmers market season. We're getting all excited and then you know everything kind of gets put on pause for a while sadly it, that's
1: exactly what happened well uh, one day we'll be back heavenly asian cuisine fascinating i did not know that about the uh, the authentic uh, asian cuisine and I, I just assumed that that's where egg rolls came from because they're at every seemingly but yours so that's a good thing that separates you a little bit what's your favorite Absolutely. thing on the menu one thing you had to take home uh at night what would it yeah. be
6: Actually, it is the twice-cooked pork exactly that I've it is. before. It's, yeah. it's thinly sliced pork belly, stir-fried with jalapenos and a special spicy sauce. Put it on top of some rice. It's, it's amazing.
1: Heavenly Asian Cuisine. We'll be open again one day. Thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us, Jake. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to talk to you. That's uh, Jake from Heavenly Asian Cuisine. We've been all over Valley Junction, Trent Condon. Let's, not that we want to leave. We love it there, but... Um, Going to head to Tomea and Sons. Now, yes. have you been there? I, I, I is have. Is this the restaurant where you go downstairs? Is there a set of stairs you walk oh, down to I'm get into to it? I'm trying to
2: remember now. I think it... Cindy and I have been there. Okay. Yeah, and it's blah, blah, blah. one of the places you actually went out to, huh? Yes. I know exactly where this is. Uh,
1: Mary, am I right? You go down like three or four stairs to get into your place?
0: No, sir. No, oh. sir. We're <laughs> oh, on level. <laughs> okay. But it's Italian food, right? Yep, family-oriented, Italian recipes, mom and dad's recipes.
2: Mario, I remember uh, my last stop there went with uh, the wife, and we met some of her work friends. Hang on a second. I'm looking at the pictures. I've been here. You've been
0: here.
1: I thought you went down a couple of stairs. I, I, apparently, I'm wrong. But you're, you're, you're right off Court Avenue.
0: Yeah, we're right on the other side of the river from the Cub Stadium down the street from Mullets and the bike trail. Uh-huh. Okay. Played by Graziato's and Port of
2: all right now i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> now, now he's throwing off yeah.
0: well i'll tell you
2: mario it's uh i had the lasagna i believe it was when i was there the last time it was incredible you talk about you think people sit at home they make italian food but when you go to a place that does it right it is a different level tell us what separates you there, there's many italian restaurants out there what makes to me and sons different what you guys do
0: well, we we do a lot of my mom's recipes from, wow. you know, from the hometown that she's from. And, you know, we're very family oriented there. There's a probably three quarters of all employees there are family. And, you know, our lasagna is, I love it. You know, you can get a lasagna vegetable, lasagna meat, lasagna cheese. Um, it's very delicious regardless of what your palate likes. You know, we can adjust to what you guys want
1: a family style to go are you seeing a lot of that right now mario we
0: we are we are seeing a lot of that we actually uh included a three to five serving and lasagna has been (laughs) people just been jumping all over the lasagna we do a three to five serving of lasagna eight to ten serving of lasagna and they can do cavatelli or fettuccine as well and People are starting to do what's cozy for them at home, you know, instead of getting individual orders. Which is, we're grateful for. We'll mm-hmm. just call on us. You know. What's the response
1: been like, Mario? Since uh, since we've had to go to the carryout only.
0: Well, we 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 had to shut down because we didn't get no response right at first. So we did a couple little projects for about two weeks, and then we reopened back up and. You know, thank the Lord for all our patrons. They cluttered us.
1: <laughs> great.
0: And and uh, now, now we're back in the mood of everything. And, you know, Monday through Thursday is really a little slower, but the weekends are pretty great. And we were in specials every night.
2: Mario, when I, I was looking at things, another thing that intrigued me very much one of my favorite things to play with the family is bocce ball. So oh, when we get back to ball. yes, when we get back to normal, tell us about what you guys have set up there with your bocce ball.
0: Well, right behind the restaurant, uh, we have a bocce ball patio, and you know, usually right now we'd have a Monday and Thursday night league going on, but right now that's postponed because of. Mm-hmm. A certain situation, but yeah, that, a lot of people like to go out back, have some cocktails, eat their dinner, or watch people playing bocce ball, and usually there's people back there teaching people how to play bocce ball if they don't know, and it's a real good uh, social game, and uh, you know... I, I always tell people, as long as you're having fun, who cares what the rules are? No
1: question. No. That's how I've always. I didn't know there were rules other than to get it close to the little ball and drink beer when you're not, when it's not your turn. and net is the website. The phone number is 282-7976. 282-7976. Uh, hours, um uh, Monday through Saturday, four until eight. Uh, that's, uh, that's what you guys are doing. Is that what you said, Mario?
0: We, we have been, the weekends actually have
1: been going a little longer.
0: Okay. Because of the good, response.
1: what about, uh, can you call in a little bit ahead of time?
0: Anybody there? Yeah, we actually, people have been, uh, trying to call in earlier yeah. and, uh, also leaving messages on our Facebook page and, uh, we, my wife and daughter and someone else will call them back within an hour, two hour reasonable time. And, uh. Ask them what their orders are, and they will do a pre-order. So if you call, like, right now and someone calls you back, you can say, oh, I want it at 7 o'clock. They'll pre-order it for you, and they'll take your transaction and all that and confirm everything with you, and it's perfect. You pull in the parking lot, and someone will come out there, and uh, they'll bring your payment information your food and we're good
1: to go family style as well to and sons 282 79 282 79 1501 southeast first street in des moines to mario best of luck to uh through uh to you through this glad you were able to open back up appreciate
0: it mario thank you guys and keep fighting everybody
1: absolutely good to talk to you uh there's mario what restaurant am i thinking of it's an Italian place. Are you place. thinking of Baratis? Nope. I've been there.
2: <sighs> it's
1: right off Court Avenue. It's north of Court Avenue.
2: North of Court yeah, Avenue. Yeah, it's
1: a street that you know obviously runs north, and it, it's not too far off Court Avenue, and you walk down like three steps, three or four steps into an old building. And it might
2: a... not even be an Italian restaurant yeah, anymore. Yeah, pretty sure. It, well, yeah. it might
1: not be anymore. It's, yeah. it's
2: you know... When's the last time you were hanging well, out? Well, I was in trying Report to impress Avenue? Cindy
1: 25 years ago and of course I'm always out on the town and come on no.
2: <laughs> 25 years ago, huh? <laughs>
1: No, nah, I mean, we might have been back since then. Oh, right. Well, we used to go drink Court Avenue Brew Pub and drink yes. raspberry beer, yep. and then walk around the corner and eat dinner down there. I can't remember what the hell it was called. Uh, I know about this place. My friend Jeff Holdorf used to work there. I'm not sure he still does or not. Uh, he was in Ankeny, but uh, they've been going strong. And who is they? Old Chicago in both Ames and in Ankeny. He joins the uh, program. Larry, welcome. How are you, Larry.
4: Well, I'm hanging in there. How are you guys doing today?
1: Doing well. What's going on at Old Chicago?
4: Well, uh, just kind of wanted to talk about our menu a little bit. We are on a limited menu. We're open uh, Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 9. And then Friday and Saturday, we're open 11 to 10 p.m. Uh, we are running on a limited menu, like I said. We got uh, most of our starters, our wings, boneless and bone-in. We've got couple burgers on there. We've got some uh, salads and, of course, our pizzas and our calzones.
2: Uh, yeah, you can't beat the calzones. Uh-huh. That is speaking my language. Is I, it? I, th- every time at Old Chicago. I'm the same way. <laughs> my Old Chicago <laughs> <laughs> memory, we were up at the one in Ankeny watching the NFL draft. So, had to be around this time. And it's when I was there with my brother, who was a, uh, a big Vikings fan, along with my wife, a big Vikings fan. And they drafted Christian Ponder and the Audible moan from both of them as they were drafted. when we're enjoying calzones love old chicago hey another thing with old chicago obviously not now but as we look to the future larry is the beer flights i know mark freund with who channel 13 he's always talking about old chicago and he's toured the world explain that a little bit touring the world around beer what you guys do at old chicago
4: yeah, well, what we do is every, about every three months, we, uh, bring out a new world beer tour. We have a launch party for it, uh, usually. Uh, it takes, it's different beers, uh, uh, craft and, um, and other beers that, that we, uh, bring in, uh, special for the tour, like for Cinco de Mayo or St. Patty's Day. We do it around different occasions and, um, yeah, you drink eight to nine beers. You usually earn a hoodie or a T-shirt or some <laughs> type of prize for uh doing the tour. And then you just keep doing people. We've got people that have up to 110 beer tours. I like their beer.
1: That's a <laughs> that's a badge of honor. Yes. Uh, yeah, no doubt about that. Um, yeah. Well, so Ames and uh, Ankeny are the hours the same at both
4: locations, Larry? They are. They are. And uh, can I mention a couple of specials? We've Absolutely.
1: Got Please do. It's your time. Take me to talk about whatever you'd like.
4: Cool. Um, we've got a lunch special going on right now. It's called a Create Eight. Uh, it's, we're trying to aim for the businesses and and the families. Um, so you get eight individual pizzas and eight cookies for $48. Uh, if you do your math, that's not too bad. It's about $6. It's yep. Uh We got to pick four for $28 where you can get uh, one of our burgers, uh, a pizza, or a chopped salad or spinach salad. Uh, pick four, and you get cookies for uh, $28. Um, that works out to about $7 a meal. Not too bad. And then for our families during that's from eleven to two on week on our every day, okay. and then from um, um, for the evenings we've got our bundle meals. We got a twenty eight ninety five bundle meal where you get a starter um a uh, pizza of your choice Uh, you can have it any way you'd like and uh uh, one of our big cookies for 28.95 and then our second bundle is 54.95 and it comes with two pizzas the appetizer and and a big cookie so Pretty good deals, trying to be competitive out there and trying to draw as many people in as we can. Well, at you, our
1: door. you certainly got the competitive part down there with those prices. OldChicago.com, OldChicago.com. Uh, I know you're on uh, Southeast Delaware. What's the What's the address
4: in Ames? Twenty seven. The address in Ames is 1610 Kellogg. We're right next to the Grand State. Yep. Um and uh the number there is two three two sixty nine hundred.
1: So essentially when it's it's what right when you come into town, right? If you're c I mean if you're coming yeah, right from Des Moines or off, Ankeny. Yeah.
4: Right as you get off the interstate yep. uh, or get off the highway there. Um uh, it's right at the bottom there. And it's kind of where Fuji
0: Steakhouse is.
1: Good stuff. Uh Larry, thanks for coming on. Best of luck at Old Chicago, oldchicago.com. You heard the specials uh in Ames as well as in Ankeny. Th- thank you, Larry.
4: Thanks for the support,
1: guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for jumping on Restaurant Radio, and thank you to NC Mic for uh, making that possible. Well, Manny's at Ruby Tuesdays. Uh, Ruby Tuesdays, eighty-six. Um, would that be Urbandale Boulevard for, that, no, that's, I don't know. if no. it is it's, it's close to the interstate. It it's is, 3580, uh, right uh, just off the interstate, which would be what? Just south of the interstate. Uh, and Manny joins us to tell us about what's going on at Ruby Tuesday. Uh, Manny, welcome to Restaurant Radio. How are you?
5: I'm doing good. Thank you very much.
1: Well, appreciate you coming on. And uh, what are you guys trying to do at uh, Ruby Tuesday to get through these times?
5: Uh, right now, we're doing uh, just a few things. Uh, running a couple of promotions, uh, or So Connected members doing some burgers for five bucks. You know, stuff like that. Just trying to do what we can for to help the staff and keep our restaurant going.
2: It's a difficult time, no doubt, and everybody's out there trying to do everything possible. Ruby Tuesday, you think about it, it's sit-down, that's where you go in, come with the family, that kind of place. The to-go ordering, what do you guys have? Is it online? And then in terms of people coming, picking up their order, curbside, going inside, how is it set up at Ruby Tuesday?
5: Well, they can do either or. Uh, we do are running through our third-party uh, delivery services. That uh, is one avenue of doing it. We do do curbside, and they are able to come inside and uh, pick up their order as well, which is <clears throat> usually easier when we have our BOGO, which is I will get one free offers uh, through our Soap Connected members. It makes it easier to do.
1: <laughs> mm. Ryan, you are, Ryan, Manny, you mentioned that you just moved here. Where did you come from?
5: I actually was just... Uh, out in Minot, North Dakota, but oh, I'm in yeah. Idaho.
1: I know it well, Minot, North Dakota. Uh, how, yeah. how did you enjoy the winters in ND? <laughs>
5: uh, I stayed indoors a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, is Minot the capital? Excuse me, my Canadian showing. Is Minot the capital of North Dakota?
5: I I, I don't know. I, I don't either. A I think it's market, Fargo, but I'm not sure.
2: Oh, it's Bismarck, yeah. You know what? It might be Bismarck. Bismarck? Yeah, that I think it right. might be Bismarck. Our fourth grade geography is really struggling here. Yeah, I'm ashamed of you, yeah. Trent You guys should know this. It's bad.
1: rubytuesday.com, rubytuesday.com, 4986th Street uh, in Urbandale. Give us one more special, one more time, Manny, before we let you go.
5: Uh, right now we're doing $5 burgers, which is our beef burger, our grilled or chicken crispy uh, sandwich, or our black and fish burger, or our turkey burger.
1: Good stuff. RubyTuesday.com. This is Manny by way of North Dakota. Manny, uh, thanks for coming on. Best of luck at Ruby Tuesday. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Good to talk to you. Uh, by the way, uh, the restaurant that I uh, Tomea, to La Trattoria, La Trattoria, La Trattoria, La Trattoria, uh, apologies. Uh, that's what it was. That was the restaurant I was referring to uh, earlier uh, where I um, swooned Cindy. <laughs> Uh, well, I do want to mention this. I thought it was probably a little bit out of the listening audience, uh, but uh, Northwest Steakhouse in Mason City reached oh, yeah. out and asked if we. Oh, that's would a give great a- place. So
2: you've been there. Oh yeah. If you're from North Iowa, like I am, right? Everybody's been to Northwest. It is. That's the place where you go before prom. Oh, one uh-huh. of those places. Well, they're
1: celebrating their hundredth anniversary. Did you know that? I did not. Hundredth anniversary this summer. Of course they're waiting to see if that's an option. The uh the um, you can find the website, uh, Facebook page for more information. Uh that's uh the Northwestern
2: Steakhouse in Mason City. Love it. Since you've been there, maybe we should uh, do we I, does our signal get to Mason City? Well, I don't know if it gets to Mason City but but there's lots of people. Think of the number of people that we hear that listen to us, that travel throughout the day, yeah, that are yeah. in their car, that will stream us, too. Mm-hmm. And we see those numbers that come in, listen via podcast. So, yeah, we'll give them a shout-out. Well, out. if we're
1: doing that, there was, a, there was a, a barbecue place in Iowa City that wanted okay. to come on.
2: And I thought, mm. yeah, we could stretch it out. Absolutely.
1: Right? Yeah. Why not? Right. Help everybody. We're all I. Indeed, we are. Uh, let's go to Fridley Theater. Here's Russell. He joins us. Uh, Russell's been, uh, used to listen to the jock. How about that? Oh, really? That oh, was a hell of a station. God, it was a
8: hell of a station. <laughs> Hello, Russell. How are you? Hey, Ken and Trent. Thanks for having me on. I nah,
1: appreciate you coming on. I saw that uh, I know you were on Van Harden's program last week, and I know Keith Murphy and his wife stopped by one of the Fridley locations. They picked up a bucket of popcorn. Uh, obviously, um, you can't, you can't uh, sell movies to go. So what are you trying to do, Russell? I, I love the popcorn idea.
8: Right. Well, hey, thanks. Yeah, Fridley Theaters owns and operates 18 movie theaters throughout Iowa and uh since we've been shuttered and and cannot show movies we wanted to uh offer our popcorn to our guests and uh, we started a curbside program a few weeks ago and uh just have had overwhelming support our communities have been uh so so strongly supportive and uh so each week we continue to do this we we add on a few other things last weekend we we added on some discounted combos and sold some ic this week we're adding adding some flavored popcorn, Uh, but the to-go programs work really, really well for the theaters. We also operate uh, the Palms Theater out in Waukee, and it uh, has a full-serve restaurant and bar uh, called Rick's Cafe. Mm. Uh, So we've been serving our uh, compressed menu and some alcoholic beverages as well, and um, I think people are excited to uh, get out of the house in a safe manner and yeah. and uh, be able to enjoy uh, fresh buttered movie theater popcorn.
2: Russell, when you look to the future and you look when theaters are going to be open again, you know the the model that's in front, there very well could be something in terms of social distancing, you know, the number of people that are allowed inside the theater. When you look to that spot, not knowing exactly what's it going to be, what have you guys talked about at Fridley in order to make that a go for all your theaters?
8: Right, right. Um, you know, I have been paying very close attention to the news, and we've also been working within our industry to discuss, you know, some of the best protocols to be able to move forward. Uh, you will know, we'll be taking to, into account a lot of the things we are doing just before we were closed up. Um, all of our managers uh, this time have, you know, thanks to the curbside program, have continued to stay employed and working for us. Uh, so when they're not selling popcorn, they've been deep cleaning the locations. Uh, But there will be a high emphasis on cleaning, and um, uh, we'll be monitoring our employees. Uh, We'll be taking their temperatures as they come in. And then we will be working similar to, like, grocery stores, to social distancing, um, not only, uh, say, in the lobby or in the concession stand, uh, but also we're working on plans for the auditoriums so we can uh, safely have groups come in um, but uh, being a safe distance from each other, whether those are 50% rules um, or whether we just have ushers in each auditorium, you know, segregating the group. I, I've heard terminology kind of like checkerboard seating or mm. closed areas and on areas, and uh, we look forward to getting open back up. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of Hollywood product right now. The first Christ. major new movie release is *Tenant*, and that is uh, July 17th followed by Mulan, July 24th. Um, but as these movies come out, you know, it's very possible in a 15-plex like in Waukee, uh, you know, Tenet may play on 10 screens um, just something. because there's nothing else yeah. to play. So we'll have the opportunity to social distance pretty easily um, and, and make our guests feel comfortable and, and make our employees feel comfortable being at work.
1: Uh, so, uh, Friendly Theaters, of course, Russell is with us from Friendly Theaters. Um, that That's interesting. So where there are a lot of, like, big-name, uh, big-budget films that delayed their release through these times?
8: Yeah, there has been a significant shifting in the uh, release schedule. Um, You know, it started as early. um, I think, you know, the first big title that had moved was the new 007 feature that Mm -hmm. was supposed to open in April, and it was early March where they announced that they were going to move to uh, December, or November, I believe. And that was due to uh, its uh, overall worldwide box office appeal. Uh, but basically, anything that uh, was gonna be a big tentpole has been moved to uh fall or uh even uh into this year or next year.
1: what uh parasite was named best picture um should it have been in your mind do you, do you, well, I guess I should ask this you know since you since you run these places, do you actually ever sit down in the theater and watch a show
8: <laughs> right. I my my I have an eight year old daughter. Yeah. Um. So generally, when we're going to the movie theater, it's more like uh, Disney movies. So yeah. unfortunately, I haven't gotten a chance to see Parasite. I need to make that a priority. I hear incredible things. Um. And yes, I've heard it's very deserving, but uh, I can't speak to it personally.
1: Good stuff, Russell. Uh. Listen, uh, first of all, thank you for listening for the decades that you have. Appreciate that. Best of luck at Fridley theaters. Uh. And thanks for coming on, Russell. Appreciate it.
8: I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Yeah,
1: good to talk to you. All right, that's Restaurant Radio. Had a couple of um, misses, but we'll reschedule them for Thursday. NCMIC makes Restaurant Radio possible. NCMIC makes it possible. The Governor's Press Conference and then Zubin Mahente in the 11 o'clock hour. Miller and Condon, 1460 a